Hello everyone, this is the Halia Podcast and today the boys are not with us. It is a very special podcast episode, it's on feminism and I have five amazing ladies with me. So kindly introduce yourself girls. Uh, hi, my name is Diana and I'm a chemical engineer working for an oil and gas company. Hi, my name is Spawn, originally from Thailand, here for a year, uh, work as a banker. Hi, I'm Abir, uh, I'm an actuary in Assalamualaikum, I'm Afifa, currently in an investment bank. Hi, and I'm Ashley, I'm an actuarial underwriter from Abir, Afifa and I are also from Lenin, Malaysia. Oh, that's cool. Can you um, ex- explain more on Lenin Malaysia, what it's all about? Yes, definitely. So Lenin Malaysia is a women empowerment platform. We empower, we enable, and we educate women so that they can improve and develop themselves so that they can achieve their ambitions. So we've been around here for a year. Um, the last event we had was Lenin Summit Malaysia 2015. This year, we will be having the same event as well. We're trying to make an annual thing. So okay. do check us out on social media platforms. Okay, that's very interesting actually because um, today we'll be talking about feminism and there are a lot of um, aspects that we're looking at and one of them is female empowerment in workplace, right? So um, would you mind sharing with us um, what is actually your definition of feminism? Who wants to go first? Okay, uh, let me just give you a standard definition of what feminism is all about. So uh, feminism uh, simply is defined uh, uh, by fighting for women's rights on the grounds of political, social and economy, equality to men. So it's all about women empowerment, um, you know, getting the equity um, to stand abreast with the with our counterparts uh, who are men. So okay. that is, uh, to me, that is feminism. That is, that is your own definition? That of is my own defi- uh, definition of, fem- of feminism. Okay, very good. Um, um, I think we just like to clarify, and because we've been getting a lot of comments from people in the public, how, because right now feminism seems like a dirty word, and at Lean in Malaysia, we don't want to focus on that. We like to bring the positive aspects, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about giving women equal rights to men. We're saying that, look, women should have choices. Women should not be forced to do things just because society expects them to do so. Mm-hmm. That whatever choices women do, it must come out from their own free will. And at Lean in Malaysia, that essentially is what we're trying to do. We're focusing on professional women to tell women, I think, at the age of right now, 20, 20, to, 20 35. to 35, yes, that... At this point in time where it's important for you to develop your, I think, path towards your career, it's important for you to know that all these choices, all these options are available to you, that no one, no one, even society can force you to do things that you want to do. You should have an informed choice. So to add to that, if I may, um, basically why, uh, when we started leaning Malaysia is because we've been having these conversations amongst us girls. I'm sure you can relate to it, you know, how every day when we graduated, we came back for good and everything, when we started our career and then we are being subjected to the society's uh, expectations of are you going to climb the career ladder mm-hmm. or are you going to, you know, uh, are you going to uh, opt out and then be a wife or stay-at-home wife 24-7. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, you know, we've been... Facing this kind of problem, we are in that dilemma ourselves, you know. What if we become, you know, someday we just want to opt out of the, of the workforce and want to uh, become a stay-at-home mom? Are we going to be labeled as someone who's not successful or have, uh, or is that, you know, uh, or are we going to be not going to be focused on by the other parts of the society? Mm-hmm. So um, that's why we want to take the conversation forward and then get opinions from the other people who could relate to these issues uh, on what is their definition of success, what is the definition of um, happiness. 
So do not subject, do not impose that label on women generally that we have to give something up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is our choice to stay in the in the corporate world. It is also our choice to be a stay-at-home mom. So everyone is subjected and is uh, you know uh, entitled to their own definition of success and happiness. That's where we are uh, leaning. Ladies are trying to fight for. Mm-hmm. It's mirror. Just like the mm-hmm. final point before maybe we ask Diana and Pon. Yeah. Um, like when we talk about feminism, there's various levels as well, yeah, and yeah. different organizations and a lot of NGOs are doing various efforts towards women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like women's aid organization is really trying to help better and domestic abuse cases, and that's not the kind of I think kind of efforts that we're at Lean in Malaysia are working towards. It's more towards professional women, but we do acknowledge and we try to support these people who focuses mm-hmm. on things like domestic abuse, um, equal rights for, say, for example, for custody and guardianship, etc., right. all those kind of things. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand that where you guys are coming from, um, you want to have a platform for career women, right? I mean, yes. it's something that we can expand still in Malaysia. Yeah. And that's very interesting to note, which mm-hmm. I will come back to your okay. point later. However, um, Yana, uh, would you yeah. like to share with us what is your definition of feminism? Um, my definition is similar to others. It's really simple, basically, for a woman to have the same rights as men. Mm-hmm. And I think if you Google that up, it's probably this, around the same definition. And you're right, we're entitled to, you know, we're not, and we don't have to be subjected to what society expects us to do or be. And you're right, if you want to do work or if you want to stay at, be a stay-at-home mom, that's fine too. You know, mm-hmm. it's your right. So yeah, that's what I that's what I think about feminism. Pond? Yes, for me, feminism should be about like, uh, should go both way. You know, you respect yourself, you respect your decision, and you should respect for another gender decision as well. As well. So it's not about like, uh, we should have like an equal scene. Equal thing, because equal is very subjective, you know, like uh, for me, equal for me might not equal to what Diana think. Okay. So I mean like whatever you make a decision on should be just like a or respectful of the other person's decision. So it's just not gonna be the same way. Like for me, feminism mm-hmm. would not probably translate to something Diana or Esmila think in the same sense. Okay, so basically it's about respecting each other's opinions yes. and, and what you believe and your equality is based on that, right? Yes. Respect. I mean it's something that we all women are fighting for. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so actually would you like to add on? Yeah, I think for me, feminism, you know, like everyone has said perfectly, um, it's about gender equality. So, you know, allowing men to also be um, whoever they want to be and women also being whoever they want to be. But can I also add and um, sort of elaborate further on, because when we, like what Afifa mentioned, it holds a negative connotation. So when we say that we're a bunch of feminist uh, women, we're not. That kind of young, young, um, we're not the kinds who would just complain about everything. Mm-hmm. When we don't get something, want to complain about it? No, but you know, because we looked it up, you know, we did our research mm-hmm. and everything. So, uh, based on PwC uh, research and also Talent Corp research, there is a fallout of uh, women participation in the workforce. So, at the moment, we have around what forty-seven point five percent of uh, women in the workforce, forty-seven point five percent. But seventy percent, if all of us are aware of it already. 70% of women are in are um, in the local uni, but 40% of them enter the workforce. So what happens mm-hmm. um, to these other 30%? Yeah. So why we're targeting the workforce, uh, the professional women at the moment, that's what our target market is, is because we want to um, advocate and make it, a, uh, to create an awareness that women's issues is not women's issues, but it's also an economics issues. You know, okay. we are also trying to make, uh, come up with, you know, try to better the society, try to contribute back to the economy of the, of the world, mm-hmm. you know, because um, 
I think what Abe is trying to elaborate is it's really smart economics mm -hmm. to incorporate women to empower feminism mm -hmm. for the country to empower feminism. There's a study by McKenzie that showed that the country can gain an additional of two trillion dollars within a span of two, three years if there's more women, yes. female participation mm -hmm. in the workforce. And this is not just a situation that Malaysia should embrace. It's mm -hmm. ASEAN generally. Yep. It's a study. It's quite encompassing to its Thailand and Indonesia, mm -hmm. and that's what we're saying that really, really empowering women in terms of giving them rights, mm -hmm. um, in terms of feminism, is also good for the country in terms of actual numbers, in terms of economics. So at the end of the day, it's really smart economics. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your opinions on that. Okay. Um, since we are on the topic of um, career women's right in, in work progression and sort of thing, Mm -hmm. And and we are aware that labor participation rate has been dropping. I mean, when you have okay, you do have a lot of ladies coming in after graduation. I mean, after graduating, I mean, um, going back into workforce. And suddenly, want to get married, and suddenly they, they uh, want to become housewives instead, sort of thing. And you see a fall in participation rate. Um, do you think in Malaysia is it easy for let's say a, um, a woman who has decided to become a homemaker, uh, decided to join back the workforce? Is it a very is it accessible for her? To come in, I mean, do you think it's possible? It, um, uh, Talent Corp is currently um doing a program called Three R. Okay. Retain, um, retain, return, return, and um increase their status level when they join back the workforce. Okay. So um, a lot of uh, corporates, uh, there are parties who are interested to provide the platform accessibility to all these women to return to the workforce. There's a statistics as well. Oh my, oh, I did my homework last night. <laughs> well done. You know, 53, 56% of women who are currently working mm -hmm. and 43% uh, of women who are not working, they want to work. So that's where women at this age range come from. Mm -hmm. So they want to work. So um, a lot of corporates are, you know, making it uh, accessible, especially those who um, took two to three years off once they gave birth. Mm -hmm. uh, Talent Corp has got a program where they um, uh, they have workshops on um, making them relevant in uh, to the corporate world because three years is a long time. Yeah. You may have yeah. not been able to keep up with, you know, guidelines yeah. changing, yeah. policy, mm -hmm. how do you stay relevant to it? Mm -hmm. That's one thing that Talent Corp is focusing on. And then the, the other workshop is how to raise their standard from returning and just be, and just do the um, uh, system admin yeah. um, to um, the top management level, to the CEO level. Okay, but just adding on to the kind of challenges that women face in order to get back to work, and this is why um, this is the kind of things and kind of issues that has been highlighted in the Lean In Summit Malaysia mm -hmm. 2015. First is whether or not there are available positions to cater to the kind of woman who wants to come back. And okay. we see that a lot of women who actually come back after, say, two or three years of break, mm -hmm. usually have to go to HR. So mm -hmm. there's not mm -hmm. many options. Say, secondly, is childcare. The moment that they take a break from work, where do they send their children to? Mm -hmm. So. We, we see that that's not, say, for example, many offices, regardless private or public, that provides crash or nursery centers for people to send kids. We see CIMBs, the British Commission, Bank Negara may have those facilities, yeah. but it doesn't translate to the bigger level of the private sector. Yes. I think government agencies are starting to do that, but there's a lot more that needs to be done. Um, and of course, because the fact that they have been living out from the workforce, the question would be, how many people are employers are able mm -hmm. to tolerate that? So those are actual challenges, real challenges 
Talent Corp um, is working, and we can't speak for Talent Corp, but mm-hmm. they're working towards that, mm-hmm. and we applaud that effort. But they've also acknowledged the fact that there needs to be more, I think, discussions or more processes to facilitate women who wants to come back, so that at least, like, you, we see that a high number of people are leaving the workforce to take care of the children. That also, after a few years, there'll also be an increased number of women entering the workforce between that age of child bearing, which is 29 to 35. Okay. So that's what we hope for in the future. Mm-hmm. Alright, okay. Um, for me, in Thailand, right, mm. it's not usual for women to mm. actually, you know, like, stop working for three or three years or five years to less kid. So normally in Thailand, right, when we give birth, normally we just like take like three months off and after mm-hmm. that the grandparents or the nanny help taking care of the kid. But I think that nowadays the company actually try to promote that you don't have to stop working but you can also come to work and then they provide like facilitate that help kind of support you to uh, maintain your motherhood mm-hmm. and as a working person at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, it's very good, isn't it? I mean, um, with the introduction of an you know, ASEAN economic community, I, I know we hope that um, whatever that is practiced in Thailand in terms of how mother, you know, how mothers can go back to workforce, right? I hope something that they can learn and implement as well. Yeah. Probably Thailand Corp will definitely push forward. Yeah. I think case. it's become um, part of the KPI for corporations. Good. Uh, they have a diversity front. Okay. So uh, they are looking to it. There are initiatives mm-hmm. being being done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know um, about other companies, but the company I work for, mm-hmm. they're very supportive of um, working women who want to take uh, maternity leave and you know have start a family. Uh, so yeah, they, I think it's quite normal to have three months maternity leave and then another three months unpaid leave if mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the great initiative that my company has taken recently is that they've created a nursery in okay. their campus okay. in the U.S. Mm. So mothers can just drop off their children there and then at the end of work, they can just pick up their children. Mm. So I think that, that's, that's one of the yeah. good things that some of the companies are trying to support. I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm realizing that um, as, you know, we, we've hit the 21st century or something, right? Um, people nowadays are beginning to accept mm. back um, mothers who want to return to the workforce and we actually see this their policies are all materializing and it's something that we hope this will definitely become their KPIs, you know, for, yeah. you know, for a very long time. So, yeah, so, but one thing that I would like to touch on is like, um, some of you are working in a, a male-dominated um, how do you say, industry. So I was wondering whether, um, do you face any, any moment at your time in life that you have to act like a man in order to succeed, you know? Because if you don't, they don't. They won't take you seriously. You know, when they look at a woman, they will see you as a sensitive, emotional human being. Mm-hmm. Something that, ah, uh, you know, they would like to discount you for that, right? I mean, have you have you faced that in in your yeah. workplace? I mean, how do you also combat battle that and you know make um, it? I think I can I can mm-hmm. share this a bit. This actually happened to me just a few days ago. Um, well, generally my company is very supportive of gender equality and all that, but so uh, I was, I mean, I had some conflict with one of my colleagues and um, I told my other colleague uh, that I'm going to talk to him. And then he's like, oh, scary time. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> no way. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, you're kind of scary. And I said, okay, I know I'm scary when I'm angry, and, but I'm not going to be angry. I'm just, I'm just going to talk to yeah. him. And he was like, no, no, you're quite scary when you're talking about serious work stuff. And, and then I thought to myself, at first I laughed it off, but I thought to myself, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm confident. 
I'm assertive when I want something my way mm -hmm. or when I'm trying to get my point across, but I'm not scary. Mm -hmm. And I realized he wouldn't use that word if I was a man. Yeah. He would probably yeah. use assertive or ruthless, mm -hmm. but not scary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't you think it's funny that when a woman um, acts more aggressive, like like a man would be, right? They label you as a dragon lady or an ice queen. I mean, mm -hmm. why the double standard? You're just you know doing your job, right? I mean, I think why? that's a really, really smart point, a really yeah. good point. Because I think Cheryl Sandberg highlighted this in her book. Whenever man does something like that, mm. when they're uh, being ruthless or being like cold-blooded and being very clear, then they're leaders. Like mm. I could see a sense of leadership, but when it comes from a woman, ice queen or bossy yeah. or strict or doesn't mm. have a life or she needs to get laid, all those kind of things <laughs> that you, you 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 hear that really, um, and that's what we wanted to talk about the likability factor. Why, mm -hmm. when women have all these characteristics, they're not likable. But when men has, then it's good. It's really come down. It really comes down to what society thinks is. A standard that women should adhere to and what men should adhere to. Women should be soft, should yeah. be yeah. feminine, should mm -hmm. maybe be a good cook and know her place. But for men, the more you show your that kind of attributes, yeah. then the more charismatic, powerful, mm -hmm. dominant they are. Charming. Yeah. Uh, Charming. Uh, that's the kind of messages that we at Lin In try to mm -hmm. also talk about. Like yeah. you need to be confident with yourself as women mm -hmm. and like try not to let society get into you and yeah. get to you yeah. um you should just do whatever you feel like doing of course within of course within acceptable um range you can't just like shout at people and expect people to respect you yeah 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 i mean so i mean also in a way do you think we can let go of that um idea of having to be very aggressive and stubborn in order for our voices to be heard i mean why can't we be you know dainty and and still get our voices across um for a long time i think women we sort of suppress all the problems that we face but you know it starts with someone it starts with someone empowering other women that it's okay to voice these uh, problems out mm -hmm. and also that there are many platforms and campaigns nowadays to address this issue and because of that awareness um two things it it creates the awareness for women that hey it's time for you to speak out but it also creates a very important awareness for men to realize that hey, there are all these problems. You know, we are we've been fighting for our own careers, for our own, um, for our own thing. But what about the women? So these platforms these days, we have created that avenue for men to also have that awareness. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. That translates very well into our workplace as well. I mean, it's good. It's good to see that a few companies have embraced. Um, the gender equality in workplaces. I mean, as we all know, I mean, globally, they, we also try to uh, close the gap of mm -hmm. uh, the salaries, right? Correct. Between Correct. males and females. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I was also wondering, um, you do know that we have this whole, um, uh, it's, it's a group, right, that advocates about 30% women to be at least on, on the board, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about female positions in, let's say, in a government? Do you think in Malaysia, are we able to move past that and probably, you know, to have a female prime minister in Malaysia? Do you think Malaysia is ready for that? My Malaysia? question, my answer is why not? Mm -mm. Like, why not? If, some, if a female is capable of being a prime minister, why not let her be a prime minister? Of course, the question whether we are ready at this point in time, would require us to look at do we have candidates right mm -hmm. now that could be a female prime minister which mm -hmm. I don't think anyone 
of us here who want to answer. <laughs> Nor can we answer. We did that, have. For that, <laughs> we did. For that, but then she opted out. <laughs> for, that, for that scenario. Yeah. But the question is, that's exactly what we're working. Maybe it's not now. Maybe it's another three or four general elections. Mm-hmm. Maybe that future prime minister is sitting right here at the table. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, my answer would always be, why not? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Which is very interesting because uh, in Thailand, uh, your yeah. former prime minister is a female. Right? Yeah, female. Yeah. So what do you have? A, what do you what do you have to say about that? Okay. So I mean, like, luckily that in Thailand we always has like a participation in like a government house, female, and we have like many successful one. Uh, for our previous prime minister Yin Lakshinawat, she is the first female. Uh, Prime Minister of Thailand, mm-hmm. and then, but in a way, she actually showed her capability of running the government. But somehow, because of society, also still like a man, a male dominated in a way. Uh-huh. So for her to look credible, somehow she has to have like a male supporter, like a male government working around her. So it's not really based on her individual that she's capable because of the media always. Uh, criticize her of uh, being like a feminine but I don't know maybe it's a good way because sometimes if you come out as a feminine or whatever then you receive less criticization from men because then they feel like maybe we should not say like this harsh word to her or whatever mm-hmm. so in a way she used that feminine of herself as like a crowd protector and I'm not trying to discredit the female prime ministers that we have in ASEAN, Megawati, Yingluck, um, Gloria, Machapanga, Aruyo but we're talking about really children of political dynasties yes. right that they might have been in that position just because people would think that they could carry forward the support that they already have so we haven't seen that yet so even in malaysia right now leading females most i'm saying like from um say an opposition party mm-hmm. like Izzah Anwar is also yes. from a political dynasty as well mm-hmm. so in the future personally and not, i'm not speaking on behalf of lin in in this matter personally i'd like to see women coming out in front and showing that they're worthy of such treatment, that they deserve to lead, right, regardless of their background, for example, compared to this. And we haven't seen any sort of like standout potential potentials uh-huh. in Malaysia. I, I find that point very yeah. interesting, right? Um, this is where I want to bring culture, uh, about feminism uh, in culture perspective. Uh, in Malaysia, we have a diverse culture. Um, there are a lot of uh, boundaries that we have to be aware of. Mm. So I was wondering, um, do you think that um, feminism can be made relevant across cultures in Malaysia? Feminism, in my opinion, I think it can be made relevant. I mean, because just now when we were talking about all the serious issues, right? Like, why? What's the reason of us even conversing this out loud? Mm-hmm. It's because um, we should. I mean, it's time for everyone to be aware of what we are facing. Because a lot of people actually come back, you know, come back to me. Some of my friends are saying that, um, oh, women have issues. Like, but I've got you know bosses who are females. I think they are fine. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that we wanna try to eradicate. We're trying to change the change the uh, the mindset. And tell them that no, um, that that these things are still happening, especially for us women at this age, trying to climb the corporate ladder. So when we create the awareness, probably someday things might change, mindsets might change. You know, people can embrace femini- uh, uh, feminism someday, and uh, you know, the works of Leaning Malaysia is because we want a better society in the future. Mm-hmm. I want my daughter someday to wait to to grow up in a society where she's not 
um, being, uh, you know, held back from wanting to uh, have careers that are male dominated, you know, like I want to be an engineer, I want to go to the Oryx, like go ahead and do it and, you know, or, or probably my son to grow up in a society where he wants to be, you know, something that is female dominated, like go ahead, you know, by the end of the day, um, feminism is to um, tell the society to take away the label of something's got to give, something does not have to give, you know, mm -hmm. depends on the person's definition of success and happiness, like, you know, just um, embrace it, yeah. It's all about acceptance, right? It's exactly. all about acceptance, about equality. I mean, whatever you want to do, go ahead. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, to go back um, to our book, you know, Linen, mm -hmm. the book's actually written by Cheryl Sandberg, who is originally from USA. Okay. So, would we then say it's a Western problem? Mm -hmm. How how are we still also relatable to it, right? Yeah. So then, the world has seen the problem, she addressed it, and it's applicable all across. You know, even in mm -hmm. Linen, we yeah. are consist of all Chinese, Indians, and Malays. Yeah. So it's applicable to all of us. Mm -hmm. okay. Also, okay, um, this is a very interesting point I want to bring up. Um, we are very aware we have feminists like Cheryl Sandberg, and we also have a local feminist activist like Marina Mahade. Mm. You know, um, I was wondering about your opinion on this one female that I'm quite interested to talk about. This is different. It's not sensitive. <laughs> okay, uh, basically, okay, I'm just going to give back down to Pond because I don't think she has heard about this person before. Uh, this person, she's a, uh, she's very good at marketing. Okay. Um, one of her, her beauty products. Oh, I think I read about her. Oh, okay. Great, great. So, so, you meant Kibuti? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. okay, so I want to know your view on Datuk Sri Vida, Kubute. I mean, Putting aside her marketing strategy and whatnot, she is an unconventional feminist. If, if you if indirectly, you see indirectly. Mm, mm -mm. I mean, do you think she she has a platform? Does oh. the same say? Firstly, it's interesting that when a woman does this, then suddenly you need to label her as a feminist or mm -hmm. not a feminist. Or mm -hmm. what is her view on this? Yeah. She's a really, really at the end of the day, you strip it down. She's a businesswoman, exactly, right? So yeah. if and you don't see say for example female empowerment is something that she talks about yeah. but indirectly maybe she has talked about the virtues of being an entrepreneur how do you make money from this much capital mm -hmm. um, my son died but at the end of the day I've managed to strive for my business mm -hmm. and those are good points that we can learn from mm -hmm. with regards to the kind of techniques that she's been doing for her marketing I think it's quite similar to all I think cosmetic products yeah, really yeah, at the end yeah, of the day which yeah. is targeting our woman's insecurity but we're not that type of feminist yeah. to say that no you shouldn't even wear makeup like you shouldn't yeah, shave yeah. and all those kind of things I mean, it's very that's a woman's choice yeah, because, because I mean who would have thought she would sponsor a football team mm. and make it pink pink mm. yeah. <laughs> that's a very brave move I mean for her to sort of say I'm gonna sponsor you guys I'm gonna you know have all this I mean it's that's very Courageous, I would say. I mean, she may, she might not be on the same um, how do you say, uh, same table or, or on how we define feminism, right? But I find that she's very interesting. She's very courageous. I think my answer to that, if I have to work from nine to five, following how generally time works best for men, I have to wear a suit and pants to work. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking fourteen men to wear pink shirts. Really, no, but then like uh, the other day, my friend shared the picture of her um, during the signing ceremony. Yeah. Um, the rest were men, except mm -hmm. for her. Yeah. When I looked at it, I'm like, wow, that I was proud looking yeah. at, you know, 
at 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 her because like what Afifa has mentioned, she is not trying to. Um, advocate women empowerment. Mm-hmm. She is not trying to advocate feminism. It's her, you know. Yeah. It's her hard work. Yeah. You don't know what her story behind everything. Yeah. You can't judge a person for mm-hmm. for for whatever that you see in the social media. Mm-hmm. She has gone through a lot, you know. They credit her for her merits, you know. Yeah. Hmm. It's good. It's good. I'm it's I, good. I'm glad to see you know Malaysia yeah. is finally accepting the fact that yeah. you don't have to come from a political dynasty, um, you know, family. You you can be anyone, and if you put your heart into it. By all means, it, it may sound cliche, you know, cheesy and whatnot, but that, that's the truth. And yeah, you want exactly. to do, go ahead. And if there's problems with her product, as you can see being highlighted in the media yeah, right yeah. now, we're mm-hmm. not going to be all like, just because you're a woman, we're going to support you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Be assessed exactly, exactly. If you've exactly. done something wrong, yeah, then yeah. So it must be pointed yeah, out. Yeah. If you've done something good, it must be credited as well. Mm. So really, what we want is equal treatment. Like, mm. what would a man, mm. how would a man be treated in that kind of situation? Yeah. We would require the same kind of treatment also to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, that's true. And also, just another point. Um, because we always see this, you know, uh, females. We, you know, in Malaysia is it's a platform to encourage, you know, career women, and, and how we are all females here at the table. But do you think men can be feminists too? Yes, of course, they should. I think the recent Canadian prime minister, right, he actually voiced out that he's like a feminism. Uh, uh, to door, yeah, to door, mm. yeah. Mm. Because he has like daughters, so he want to build like a. Uh, Better future by him by he being like uh being proud to say that his feminism actually means that he put so much confidence to other younger generation for both male and female to actually stand strong and then and then do things that they believe in. Mm. I mean, when men when men are being invited not invited is it like when men declare themselves as feminists? To me, it's just men being aware of what his spouse or his um, significant other is facing in the real world and he is coming he is um, becoming a strong support system for her in order for her to achieve whatever she wants to achieve in life mm-hmm. and uh, i think the other day uh, rajate pointed out that um, for women um, having um, uh, having a strong support system is uh, important so uh, yeah if men wants to be feminist go ahead it means that he is aware of what the other party is uh, facing but you know vice versa we should also be aware of what men are facing yeah. mm-hmm. so yes, you know yes. yeah because men are also being stereotyped in certain ways mm-hmm. so it's not that we are being ignorant towards whatever their issues are we are trying to exist coexist together in this society to try to become better at yeah. that's the in, word coexist yeah, yeah. at lean in we're very lucky that we have <laughs> really um, good champions. male champions. We call yeah. them male champions. Yes. Right? Um, say for just a few examples: Sajid Sivanandan, CEO of Google; mm. Johan American, CEO mm-hmm. of Talent Corp. Say for example, and other other people that has been really really gracious in supporting our um, platform. But with regards to it's true what Abi said. With regards to female empowerment, it really also does benefit the men. Say for example, what if a man feels the need to connect with the children and want to take. Um, paternity leave, but mm. in Malaysia we see that the laws re- regarding paternity leave is close to none, really mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. to none, it, and it depends on private corporations or governments to how many days. It's considered a mercy, like maybe one day or two days. But in countries like Sweden, say for example, parents have uh, a father has six six months or seven months. Yes. In Japan, say for example, they can get an option of one year, but even that people don't take it because of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We see that actually 
this is good for males as well. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess this is it, everybody. You've heard it first in Telehalia podcast. Uh, please do follow Lean in Malaysia. Correct. I mean, yeah. you guys have a website, right? Yes. We yeah, we have a Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter, and also our very own website. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Can we also mention something about what we are doing for this year? Definitely, um, sure, sure. So we have a career program. So our products offering, it's not product offering, like basically what um last year we have been uh, going around uh, doing all the circle dialogues and get, gathering information from the public about women empowerment. And then now we're actually walking the talk. So with all the information that we have, we're putting it into implementation and we're executing it via our circle dialogues that we're going to do every month and also our career program. So because like I mentioned earlier, our target market is professional women. So uh, tr- via this career program, we are going to give these women who are, um, uh, who meets the requirement to be our mentees to have mentors so these mentors are like the likes of ceos of uh, you know head of departments of big corporations so like if uh, to teach them the soft skills or the skills that they need in order to achieve that uh, target that they want um, at their workplace like if mm-hmm. let's say they are close to promotion these are the things that you need to do in order to grab that promotion yeah so that's uh, our career program and also our circle dialogue so do get our updates from our social media yeah yeah. We'll actually be given a challenge as well, and that person may stand a chance to be a part of Leaning Summit Malaysia. To be a speaker. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So you guys better, you know, better look out Leaning Malaysia yeah. you know, through their websites, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yes. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is all for today, guys. Um, please tune in, and I hope you guys enjoyed this session. Okay. Thank you all for right. having us. Thank you. Thank you. See you on your podcast over and out.